Friday on Locked On Goals. We're talking New Jersey's flying teddy bears and much more on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? It is Goals Thursday, and I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. And this show is brought to you by Stat Hero the DFS platform where it's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. Head over to stathero.com slash hockey and use promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash hockey. So as always, we talk about the minor leagues on Thursdays. Although we're going to have a little bit extra about juniors and stuff on tomorrow's episode. So tomorrow will be an extension of today's episode because we actually have that much to talk about. But because it is Goals Thursday, we're going to focus primarily on the San Diego Goals. And we got some awards to give out. We got a lot of just other extracurricular stuff to talk about. Let's begin with what happened six days ago at Pachanga Arena because this was a big deal for Goals fans. This is a big deal in San Diego Goals history because they debuted their brand new third jersey, or rather, their revamped third jersey. Let me explain. The San Diego Goals, since 2015, had not had an alternate jersey. They've had some one-offs here and there, and they've had some annual jerseys that they've had for Veterans Day, but that's about it. It's been the same home white and road black. That's what they have always had. Until now, plenty of other teams in the American Hockey League have third jerseys. San Diego was not among one of them. However, that all changed last Friday night as they debuted the new third jerseys, which should be a familiar look to those of you that have been a fan of the goals for the past few decades. They went back and looked at the jerseys that Willie O'Ree wore back in the 60s and 70s. They went with that style jersey. It's the old block lettering, curved upward, and it says just gulls. And the colorway is an ocean blue, not a sky blue like the piping on the current gulls jerseys. No, they went throwback here, and they decided to go ocean blue. So it's an ocean blue with orange piping and the classic Kind of like an off-white. Not quite a cream color, but kind of an off-white. So a little bit of a classic look. It has the Goals logo on the shoulder patches, but done up in that third jersey colorway. It's a very clean jersey. The numbers are clear. I think the numbers look better on these jerseys than the current Goals jerseys themselves. But I like the old school block numbering. The font is fine. The lettering is fine. The names on the back, they are perfect. This is a chef's kiss jersey. Can't wait to get one of these threads personally myself. So enough about the jerseys. Let's talk about who was at the game because I feel like this is pretty important. We had two San Diego legends show up. Bill Walton showed up for this game and also some guy that may have his number retired by the San Diego... Oh, it's Willie O'Ree. Yeah, Willie O'Ree was at the arena that Friday night in that style of jersey. Imagine seeing Willie O'Ree in the third jersey and the reaction of the crowd. Everybody went nuts. As well they should. All the fans 
were just cheering loudly for Willie O'Ree as he gets everywhere he goes. All 7,700 fans were on their feet. Good for them. And what they were treated after the initial puck drop by Willie O'Ree was a classic game for the San Diego Goals. Danny O'Regan got things started on the power play, making it one nothing goals. And then San Jose decided, yeah, we're going to score in the power play too. Made it 1-1. But the man of the hour, Braden Tracy, got things going, scored to make it 2-1 San Diego. Third period, another power play goal. This one by Bryce Kinzop, making it 3-1. Joachim Bleckfield made it 3-2. And then Buddy Robinson with just a second left on the clock. He beat the buzzer. The puck crossed the line just before the buzzer sounded. So that's why the score ended up being 4-2 in favor of San Diego. And that was Buddy Robinson's first goal of the season. Of the season. Way to go, buddy. Way to go on getting your first goal of the season. A nice little empty netter there. Yeah, that's how much fun we had watching that San Diego goals game. And this was kind of a good one for the goals because this concluded a four-game sweep. Yeah, they swept the Bakersfield. Oh, I'm sorry. San Jose Barracuda. That was on purpose, folks. They swept the San Jose Barracuda in four consecutive games. Imagine if these two teams play in the playoffs. How much are the Barracuda going to fear the goals? It should be a lot because San Diego is cruising. They cruised through those four victories against the San Jose Barracuda. Let's quickly go back to those previous four games. They beat them 4-3, to three, then 2-1, to one, then 5-1, to one, then 4-1. to one. Hey, look at that. That's a combined score of... 15 to 7. That is some fun stats that we like to see. As far as the three stars of that game, Brogan Rafferty got a couple apples on that one. He was out and about pretty much the entire game being a pest. So he did deserve that first star. Braden Tracy got a goal and an assist. And Nicholas Bruyard, who has gone a little bit unnoticed, Although I've tried to give him enough praise on this podcast, so I'm going to give it to him again. Bruyard, I think, has played a magnificent style of hockey recently, getting into those corners and getting some good passes through the neutral zone and getting better passes cross ice through the Royal Road. Yes, he only got the one apple on this game. It could have been two apples. It could have easily been two apples, but he gets the one. He got the third star. That's fine. It was an ensemble cast effort on that particular game. With a little bit of fireworks, of course. Because we had what I thought was uh, a a dubious moment where Brendan Gooley abused the officials in the middle of the game and he got a 10-minute misconduct. Uh, not, Not a good look for Brendan Gooley there. But one other note on this game... And this has to do with the goaltending. Ole Eriksson Ek, another victory for him. He stopped 26 shots out of 28. We haven't talked enough about Ole Eriksson Ek this season. So far, he is 3-3-1 with a 3-12 goals against and a save percentage of 892. He's been just fine as the backup goaltender for the San Diego goals. Yeah, he's no Luka Dostal, 
I mean, Dostal's numbers are a little bit better. But Ole Eriksson Ek has done an admirable job playing that backup role and doing so admirably, helping lead that goals to the four-game sweep over the San Jose Barracuda. And right now, they are clicking on all cylinders. And it's got to do with the young guys. I got to talk about the draft picks that the Ducks have made. Braden Tracy being a big component. Jacob Perot didn't get a point in this particular game, but he got four shots on goal. And they were high-quality shots, too. So I got to give him credit for that. Nicholas Bruyard, who I've talked about plenty of times on this podcast. He's been stellar. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. But first, let's talk about Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house. And we've got a lineup for Thursday night, and this is the Real Uncle Polly Challenge, where it's centers only. And they tell you right up front what their matchup is. So here's the lineup I'm up against in the Real Uncle Polly centers only contest. Evgeny Kuznetsov, Sebastian Ajo, and Elias Lindholm. Projected for 55.1 points. So here's who I've chosen. Nazim Kadri from the Colorado Avalanche because they're playing a terrible opponent in Montreal. So there's one. I got to go Jonathan Huberto from the Florida Panthers because they're playing the Sabres. And I'm going to go Andre Kopitar of the Los Angeles Kings because why not? So that's my matchup. If you want to get in on the action... Head over to stathero.com slash hockey and use promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's signing up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. Once more, stathero.com slash hockey, promo code hockey, terms and conditions apply. After this brief intermission, we're going to talk about teddy bears. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Goals, which is part of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and it is December, folks. You know what that means. The holidays are here. Christmas time is coming. Yeah, we are less than... Actually, we're in December. We're in the month of Christmas. I hope you guys have begun hanging your holiday lights and trimming your tree with some ornaments. Maybe some hockey-related ornaments. I know that certain teams, hint, hint, sell hockey ornaments. I know one of them is the San Diego Goals. I've seen them around Pechanga Arena every year. Every year they do this. And you see them. So, hey, why not decorate your tree with some hockey ornaments this season? It's just more festive that way. It looks cool. And speaking of festive, we got to talk about the game that happened last Saturday at Bakersfield. Why are we going to talk about the game that happened in Bakersfield? San Diego usually loses at Bakersfield. Why are we... Wait, they they won? They, They won. 
they, oh my gosh, the Gulls actually won a game at Bakersfield. Hallelujah. Let's not talk about the game that much. We're just going to talk about what happened around the game. You'll understand why. First period, Vinny Letary, my cousin Vinny, scored his sixth of the season. And guess who got the primary apple on that filthy goal? If you guessed Braden Tracy, why, you would be correct. Braden Tracy with his eighth apple of the season. That made it 1-0 San Diego. And then the fans started to get just a little bit antsy. Bakersfield nearly, nearly tied the game up. But it went just off the post. And I forgot who shot that. I want to say it was Marodi who shot it just off the post. That nearly brought the teddy bears flying down. Oh, by the way, uh, I should mention, it was teddy bear toss night at Mechanics Bank Arena in Bakersfield, California. A lot of minor league teams do this. The San Diego Gulls do this. The Condors do this. The Rain do this. A plethora of teams like to do the teddy bear toss. There's a small handful of teams out there that do not do that. <coughs> Chicago, I'm looking at you. Anyway, so Bakersfield had theirs early on as to not interfere with other teams. That way it could give some San Diego fans that made the drive up to Bakersfield two opportunities to toss teddy bears. But would they get their chance in the first period? No. Second period, just off the post. And thank God the ref was right there to immediately signal no goal, no goal, no goal. And he did it emphatically. That way nothing would come down on the ice. And then finally, with 22 seconds left in the period, Ostaf Safin scored his first of the season, a no doubt about it goal. And the fur came flying down from the rafters. What a moment it was. What a view that was to have all those teddy bears come flying down. That, that was amazing. I thought looking at that was a thing of beauty. And right, and the fans were on it too. Right away, as soon as the goal light went on. Or not the goal light, but as soon as the ref made the gesture. Because there is no goal lights. Ha ha ha. We're in pandemic times, sort of. As soon as the puck went in and the ref made that emphatic hand movement, the fur came flying down. And the way that Bakersfield does this is you bring in at least at least one teddy and they would be packed up in trucks and they would go to local charities in Kern County. I've always loved the teddy bear toss. It is one of my favorite nights of the entire hockey season. I make no bones that I I love minor league hockey. It's one of my favorite things ever. And this represents the entire community. And I even saw one family bring in a ginormous, it looked like an eight-foot teddy bear. I don't know what how they brought that in is beyond me. But they brought it in and they got that sucker over the ice. And he delivered big time bringing the teddy bear toss magic. All told, about 4,400 teddy bears were flying through the rafters and made it onto the ice. Over 4,400. If you think about it, 
that is about 4,000 kids across the entirety of Kern County getting a teddy bear for Christmas, something that eluded them last year. Think about what we've gone through in the past, what are we on now, December, in the past 20 months. It's been 20 months, not 21 months, since we've gone into these new times. And it means a lot to these children to have a new teddy bear come into that room and bring them some kind of joy during this holiday season. And the reason I'm talking about that a lot on a hockey podcast is because we have our own teddy bear toss coming up later this month. Both the San Diego Goals and the Ontario Rain have teddy bear tosses on the same night. That would be December 18th. That's a Saturday night. If you're going to the Goals game, or if you don't live near San Diego, if you live near Ontario, and you want to check out a teddy bear toss, the Rain are having one that night too. Even if you're just a hockey fan that lives in LA County, Orange County, San Bernardino County, San Diego County, wherever you are in Southern California, please, I am actually implore you, check out one of those minor league hockey games, the Goals game or the Rain game. Bring a bunch of teddy bears, bring four or five, and let's get those teddy bears out to the local hospitals, get them out to the community. It is a great cause, a fantastic cause, one of the best ones of the season. And hey, you cannot make the excuse, oh, there's another hockey game on. No, the Kings are not home. The Ducks are not home. The King, the Ducks are off that night, and the Kings are on the road at Carolina. So that limits the number of excuses. No, you have no excuse. There's no baseball, no football going on. So I implore you all, come down to either Pachanga Arena or if you live in the Inland Empire, come out to Toyota Arena. Bring some teddy bears, toss them onto the ice. I promise you will have a good time and the spectacle of seeing teddy bears coming down onto the ice is unlike anything you've ever seen. For those of you listening that have done it, it's been a while since we've had it. For those of you listening that have not tried this out, do it this year. Do it for the spectacle. Do it for a good cause. Do it for the enjoyment of hockey as well. I promise you, it is an absolutely fun time. Especially those of you in San Diego. If the barn can be packed with 11,000, 12,000 people and each fan brings a teddy bear, can you imagine how that would look to have 10,000 plus teddy bears onto the Pachanga Arena ice? Can you imagine how great that would be? Also, can you imagine the competition that would happen between the folks in Ontario and the folks in San Diego? The Ontario Reign, they bettered themselves two seasons or three seasons ago. Ontario actually topped 10,000 teddy bears one year. Ontario got over 10,000. San Diego, you can top that. You can get over 10,000 bears easily if each fan brings just one teddy. What if each fan brings two teddy bears? That's 20,000 teddy bears on the ice. And every year, they go to a terrific cause. And I'm going to talk about this 
every week until we have our teddy bear toss night. So expect me to talk about this again next Thursday. Expect me to talk about this again the following Thursday. Up to the point where we have those games on Saturday, December 18th. Alright, I'm done talking about teddy bears. After this brief word, we're going to talk about the coach and we're going to talk about some awards. That was a lot to talk about. But first, let's talk about Primal Origins Oils. Yeah, Primal Origin Oils. Do you have a beard? Well, get Primal. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. I'm a beard grower myself, and I definitely want my beard to look healthy and nice and, you know, not prickly and not all just patchy and looking gross. No, we want it to look healthy and amazing. So check out PrimalOriginsOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard beard care products. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. Once again, that's PrimalOriginsOils.com to learn more and use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. And once again, we're also brought to you by betonline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we absolutely trust. And hey, football is coming down to the wire. We're in the final month of the NFL season. Of course, you have the NBA going on and you have the National Hockey League going on right now. So if you head over to betonline.ag, Use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please, please gamble responsibly, folks. All right, so I just talked about the latest two victories the San Diego Goals have had. You know what that means? That is five consecutive victories. Count them. One, two, three, four, five Five consecutive wins for the San Diego Goals. They're still one of the hottest teams in the American Hockey League. I say one of the hottest teams in the AHL because, look, I can't deny this, folks. The hottest team in the American Hockey League is, without a doubt, the Utica Comets. They are 16-1. Let me repeat that. Let that sink in. The Utica Comets are 16-1. Their current head coach is Kevin Deneen, who was the former head coach of the San Diego Goals. And you know who he brought with him? Chase DeLeo. So Chase DeLeo and Deneen are helping lead the Utica Comets to this amazing record. They've lost one game. Okay, now that that has sunk in, let's look at the Pacific Division. The Stockton Heat are still in first place, 24 points. The Ontario Reign are right at their heels with 23 points. Then you kind of have a mishmash between 3 and 4. The Goals and Silver Knights, 3 and 4. Henderson has 18 points. Stockton has 17 points. Then you have Tucson, Bakersfield, Colorado, Abbotsford, San Jose, way down there in the standings. They've lost four in a row. All to San Diego. (laughs) Uh, Poor San Jose. They're in the bottom now. If the playoffs begun right now, San Diego would be in a best-of-three series against the Bakersfield Condors again. But, 
San Diego would have the home ice advantage this time. Hmm. Think about that. Think about how big that would be to have the home ice advantage in that series against Bakersfield. Maybe a little bit of revenge for last season's quote-unquote playoff. So that's where they are in the standings. And we've got to give some kudos right now. We are going to give kudos to someone that I've talked about a lot on this podcast already, and that's Braden Tracy. Braden Tracy was named last week's American Hockey League Player of the Week. Yes, he was awarded this on Monday, and this is following the rookie's impressive three-game stretch. This was amazing what he did in those three games. Two against San Jose, one against Bakersfield. In the last week, he scored a total of seven points. He's a plus six on the plus minus. Three goals, four assists. The game against the Barracuda on Wednesday, he had two goals and an apple for three points. Then the Friday game against the Barracuda, a goal and an assist. Then the Saturday game at Bakersfield, he had two apples on that one in the San Diego goals 2-1 victory over the Bakersfield Condors. Oh, by the way, did I forget to mention that? I think I did. Yeah, San Diego did go on to win that game after the teddy bear toss goal. Yes, I went off on that tangent. Don't worry, the goals did win that game. Braden Tracy did get the apple. Buddy Robinson did score the game-winning goal. And yes, Buddy Robinson is a real live hockey player, despite what some other hosts on this network might say. So once again, Braden Tracy cleaning up a seven-point week he was, or currently is, the American Hockey League's Player of the Week. Congratulations to Braden Tracy. Hey, if Tracy can keep going on this tear, then hey, maybe why not make some noise for him to join the Ducks as well? Yes, he's a rookie. He's only 20 years old. Hey, More of this youth movement, please. And you know who's helping lead this youth movement? And I do want to talk about this for a couple minutes before we wrap up. I want to talk about how great a job Joel Beauchard is doing for the San Diego Goals. Yes, I mentioned Kevin Deneen doing a fantastic job out in Utica out there. I I get that. The Goals do miss having Deneen as the head coach. But they are certainly happy with Bouchard as the head coach, because what he's doing with this goals team is amazing. Right now, he's got the San Diego goals third place in the Pacific Division, and he's done a lot of magnificent stuff in his career. He's been a coach. He's been a player. He's been a GM. He's done it all. And right now, he is helping the San Diego goals develop the next generation of players. And I also had mentioned this on the actual Locked on Ducks podcast. This is kind of an audition for Joel Bouchard. He did not make it a secret. He wanted to be the next head coach for the Montreal Canadiens. And once the Canadiens head coach got that three-year extension, that pretty much put that out the window. And that was clearly out the window when the Habs made that extraordinary run to the Stanley Cup final last season. So that's when Joel Bouchard said, Hey, you know what? Like, hey, what about me? That's when the Ducks came calling. And they said, hey, we might make you an offer you can't refuse. 
Coach Dallas Eakins is already in the hot seat. He's on the final year of his contract. So this is definitely an audition for Joel Bouchard to be the next head coach for the Anaheim Ducks. And personally, I I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind if Bouchard was the next coach of the Anaheim Ducks. He's doing a great job with San Diego. In fact, I do like this quote that Joel Bouchard had just this last week. Quote, My job is, how can we get our player to be the better version of himself? If everybody is a little bit better every day, then we're all going to get better. And it starts with me. I really believe in process. I believe in doing things the right way. Working together and being as good as I can be. That's my job to push myself. So really after that, everything takes care of itself. The priorities on the player. It's not on me. Like I always say, it's never going to be about me. I don't play anymore. It's about the player holding the stick. End quote. And I like that quote a lot because he's helped players move along from San Diego to Anaheim this season. And they're contributing. We're talking about Vinny Letary, Sam Carrick, among others. Bo Grew. And they were all helped out and helped developed by Joel Bouchard this season alone. And it's going to help some of the other players in San Diego right now. And I'm talking about two of the younger guys on the goals roster. Braden Tracy and Jacob Perot. Look at how they're developing right now in San Diego. And look at the tremendous job they're doing. Jacob Perot. He was awarded earlier this season. And now so has Braden Tracy. Both of those players have done a great job in San Diego helping lead them to the record they have. And it's the coaching style of Joel Bouchard that has helped the players that I just mentioned. And more from Joel Bouchard. Quote, It's that partnership one-on-one with a structure, obviously, and a style of play. But how can we push our player to be the best version of himself day in and day out, shift in, shift out? So when that call comes, their boxes are checked and they're ready to go. That is my responsibility. End quote. Ooh, I love that part of the quote. It is his responsibility to make everybody better. And that's the kind of coach that you want on not only your AHL team, but that's the kind of coach you definitely want on your NHL team as well. To make the players responsible. And the players have grown And he knows how to make those players better. And he knows how to push them. And one more quote from Bouchard. Quote, Pro athletes are unbelievable. They're good guys. And again, I'm a coach that needs to push players so they get better. To get better, you've got to be out of your comfort zone as a coach and as a player. It's going to be a process. End quote. And that story coming from AHL on the beat. From Paige Burnell. So thank you for that. All right, we're going to wrap up for today. But once again, thank you all for listening and thanks for making Locked On Ducks your first listen of the day. And hey, make Locked On Bets your second listen of the day with your boy Q dishing out all the latest lines. And why not check out Locked On NHL as well? And I'm going to give some sincere thanks here. I forgot to do this yesterday because I still wasn't quite 100%. I'm still not 
quite 100% yet, but I'm about 95% now. And I didn't mention this yesterday. A sincere thanks to all the fans of Locked On Anaheim Ducks for making this one of the most listened podcasts on the Hockey Network. And also, a big thank you to all the listeners because Locked On Ducks had its biggest month ever. We had our biggest month ever in October. We beat that mark in November. So our second consecutive biggest month ever for this podcast as far as listens. So thank you all so much. You know, if we keep breaking records, if we keep having a best month ever, then I might start dishing out some contests once again. It's been a couple years, but I think with the listenership being what it is, I think it's time to dish out some contests and it's the holidays. But we'll see how the listens go this week, next week. So just want to say a sincere thank you to all that have been listening, that send messages, that send tweets, comments, all that. Thank you all so very much. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. All right, that will do it for today's podcast. Once again, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, among many others. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And don't forget that you could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. We will be back tomorrow with a little bit more talk about the youths. Kind of an extension of today's episode. So that will be on tomorrow's podcast. Once again, thank you all so much. It is greatly appreciated. And finally, a special shout out to all the San Diego fans listening. You guys are all awesome. Keep those chants coming. For Locked On Goals, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks and gulls fly together. Thank you.